Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Bit Effect. Today, we are talking about Batman Arkham Asylum on the Batman Return to Arkham Arkham Asylum remaster that also includes Batman Arkham City, but not Batman Arkham Origins or Batman Arkham Knight. Just wanted to clarify. All right, with me under this massive four-person cape and cowl are my good friends Luke. Justice. Mike. Batman. And Craig. Stop letting them hit you, you idiot. That, that's not from Batman, is it? It was, uh, yeah. That was like every second enemy. Stop letting them hit you, you oh, idiot. Oh, okay, took me a second. Okay, all right. So, uh, let's get the stats quickly out of the way. Craig, what are the stats for Batman Arkham Asylum? Uh, okay, so it was developed by Rocksteady, published by Warner Brothers, uh, directed and written and composed by a load of people. So it was released originally in 2009 on the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and on Windows. And then again, I'm going to skip the Mac, and then again, uh, the remaster was released in 2016, in October 2016. That is nearly four years ago. Jeez, it feels like it's been out longer than that, really, actually. I, think I, would have seen, I would have said shorter. Yeah, I only thought Jeez, it, it felt like, like this just came out. <laughs> yeah. As your yeah. uh, resident Riddler, I'd probably say that is actually three years ago, Craig. Oh. Yeah, it's actually three years ago. It is. Thank you, mate. Thank you, Thank you mathematician. <laughs> all right. Who cares about all that nonsense? Let's start with yeah. Mike. Mike, what is your history with Batman Arkham? The series um, as a whole, too. Okay, okay. Well, I played a lot of Batman back in the back in the old days. Uh, I played Batman on NES. I played Batman on probably like an Amiga or an Amstrad or some something like that. I've, I've always seen a lot of Batman games. They seemed okay across the board. Um, I was all I was around when the whole Michael Keaton stuff was going on and things and. Uh, yeah, coming up to coming up to today, when it when it came to Arkham Asylum, especially, I sort of looked at it and I thought, I'm not sure on that. It's another Unreal Engine game that's just come out, and I don't know what to think of it. So I did actually play it about six months after it after it arrived, and uh, yeah, I quite liked it. But um, but no, no, I you know I did play quite a lot of Batman games before. Um, I I also had the one on the Game Boy, which was Ace, if I remember right. Um, but no, I, I didn't expect much of this. And, you know, after playing something like Batman Batman Begins, I think it was, I was kind of thinking, I don't know where this is going to go. So, uh, yeah, it was all up in the air. But I think they came through, as we'll find out in this show. Never did try Batman Begins. Ah, uh, I take it wasn't very uh, good. It was just a sluggish mess, sort of. It, You know, I think the heart was in the right place, but it's kind of, uh, you know... If you can play Star Fox and sort of appreciate it, then you'd probably like Batman Begins. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig, what about you? Oh God, um, I had I, the, my earliest memory of the Batman series or Batman games was the Mega Drive Batman. After that, there's a huge gap, and I think Arkham Asylum might. Oh no, that's a lie. Um, the what's the adventure game or the slight adventure game? Was it the Adventures of Batman and Robin? The adventure mm. by like the side scroller, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Adventures of Batman Robin. We did it for the show. Yeah, we did that. That was my next one um, in chronological order. And then it's just been this played it originally when it came out in two thousand and nine or whatever. I think Luke helped me get some trophies for it because I'm crap. Was at it you? It. I, I, uh, it's been weeks. I, I've been trying to think of who did I help finish this. I think game. it might have been. <laughs> I think I think it might have been you. Because um, I can't, I can't combo high. I, I get to like twenty, twenty-five, and then I spaz out. My fingers go all, and that's me done. Um, and that's it. I've never played City, so I've got that to play. And Night was one of my favourite games of the last few years to play, especially the car. Ooh, Boom. controversial! I, I, I liked the car too. Yeah, the car was tops. All those haters ain't got that squat. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, hate haters be hating. Yeah, something like that, you know. <laughs> Succinctly said, Craig. Well done. 
Thank you. Thank you. Ah, uh, Luke, what about you? Um, yeah, I think the first Batman game I played was the one in the Mega Drive as well. And then until Lego Batman, I'm not sure if I played another one. But Arkham Asylum, um, my brother picked it up. I, I hadn't heard about it, didn't know anything about it. And my brother picked it up and said, you have to play this. So um, I came home one weekend and just completely blitzed it in a weekend and then went and bought it again for myself and uh, have played it repeatedly. Also big fan of City and Night. And I played Origins as well, which isn't as bad as people say. Mm. You know, it seems like I'm agreeing with something each one of you used to say. No, I, I kind of enjoyed my time with Origins. Yeah, I mean, I played it on the Wii U, so it was kind of buggy, but <laughs> I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah, it, it like took the best bits of each one and then put them in one game. There was nothing new, as per se, but yeah. Like with the character Batman, I I I think my first one was the Sunsoft one on the NES. Uh, after that, I played random ones like like uh, Adventures of Batman and Robin and Batman Return of the Joker. And but once games got out of like the cartridge era, I I didn't play much Batman at all. Almost everything I ever saw said, "Ooh, this Batman game is not very good." Like Batman Vengeance, I think was like one of the big ones that Nintendo Power was pushing every month in magazines and. Just didn't look very good. Kind of looked like the Aquaman game. Uh, so, no, but uh, there was kind of a Batman drought between, let's say, 16-bit era and PS3. Uh, I saw the original trailer for Arkham Asylum, went, yep, gotta have that, and then bought the special edition with the little Batarang thing that has since gotten about four and a half inches of dust on it. But, uh, yeah, a- after playing... Asylum, it was like, all right, well, I'm in for the long haul, and I have played every one that's come out since. And uh, with the exception of, uh, what was the 3DS one? Was that Blackgate? I think it is. Yeah, it is. is. Yeah, that was the one that I kind of just, meh. But everything other than that, I've enjoyed. Um, Now, when we did Spider-Man, me and Luke were the big Spider-Man fans. Um, Mike, I can't remember where you sat on Spider-Man. Oh, I wasn't on it. I've still not played the game. That's why I can't remember where you sat at. <laughs> but Craig, you were like, who's that creepy old guy? Whatever, it's yes. Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Are you the same way about Batman? Um, I slightly, I slightly more attracted to Batman. I think out of all of the superheroes, it's it's the one I can most He's relate to. He's a horror to. guy. He is a horror so, guy. Um, I think that's about it. So I've always liked Batman a bit more. I think stylistically and kind of general darkness, I, I prefer. The same with the films. I quite quite enjoyed the films. Mm. And the one game that I played that I totally forgot to mention that we intro, the Telltale series, oh, the two yeah, yeah. series oh, of Batman yeah. games are fantastic as well. I watched my wife play them. They look really good. They're good, apart from some odd buggy, glitchy, head-turning 360 Owl degrees. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but mo- most of, mostly it was very good. But yeah, so Batman is my... I don't want... I, maybe my favourite superhero? But I, I'm still not that strong a love, if you see what I mean. Yeah, if you had to pick one, you'd pick Batman, but it's not like you yeah, read the comics so. or all that. Yeah, yeah. Just a very quick curio, did anyone actually become the Bat in the VR world? Because I've, I've never tried I that. I did! Yet. <clears throat> um, is it good? It's supposed it's, to be very good. It's it's very short, very short, but pretty good. Um, Hugh Fraser is Alfred, which makes that so much more nice. But uh, for the most part, it's pretty good. Hmm. I, I don't really want to spoil it because it, it's a VR experience and it's not very long. So if you spoil it, then you have even less a reason to pick yeah. it up if you have a headset clutching dust. I I keep on seeing it in sales, and every time I see it in a sale, I think this is the time I'm going to buy it, and then I buy something else. I do, I bought it new, and I don't think it was worth the price I paid for it. But if I got it for like fifteen twenty bucks, I would have completely enjoyed it. So, on to Asylum. I'm gonna, let's do a quick rundown of the story. 
and the story is you as Batman have captured the Joker and you're driving him to Arkham Asylum. Once you get into Arkham Asylum, well, shit kind of goes south and Joker busts loose. You learn that the Blackgate prisoners were transferred there and Joker had this all as part of an elaborate plan. So pretty much this game takes place over the course of one night and not the Arkham night, but just one night. <laughs> where you're going through and you're trying to get all the criminals that have busted out back into their cells. Not a massive story by any stretch of the imagination, but it works very well with the gameplay that's presented here. Um, we'll tell more of that on our second episode where we go more into the story. But um, as for combat mechanics, like combat mechanics are the big one here, right? Like that was what most of the people I knew were talking about. So, Luke, give us a rundown of what makes Batman Combat special. Okay, um, so for anyone that hasn't played it, Batman Arkham Asylum is like a third-person um, action game, um, and you the camera doesn't follow you when you're in combat. You need to move that around yourself, but it has quite a unique combat system. I'm not sure if it's the first game that implemented it, but it's the first game I remember that did it. Am I right, Dave? Uh, Mark of Cree sort of did it first. Right, okay, I haven't played that. Sort of, but yeah. Is Assassin's Creed along the same sort of lines with its combat? I'm not 100% sure. Um, the, I, isn't Assassin's Creed after Batman, though? Ooh, no, I'm, you sure? it can't be, can it? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Assassin's Creed doesn't do the, the combo thing, though, does it? No, but it has that, it has that parry and... Repost gameplay. Yeah, so um, as Batman, you, you'll you often come across like big groups of enemies, and I think that's where this game excels in its combat. Um, basically, you can chain up combos with different moves, so you've got like a punch attack. If you press X, you'll, you can evade, and that can be like a roll, or you can jump over enemies. If you hit circle, you'll kind of daze your enemy with your cape. Uh, triangle is a counter, so if an enemy runs at you and they get a, a blue lightning thing above their head then if you press triangle at the right time you'll counter and then you can do a barrage of different um specials that work with your combo so if you get five or i think it's eight to begin with eight successful hits without being hit yourself you can you can do a special that'll instantly take out an enemy or you can pick one up and throw them into others you can also jump on enemies and ground pound them and then there's also weapons you can involve as well so you can can throw the bat around by double t hitting l2 or you can use the the grapple hook to grab up to three enemies and uh, with double r and pull them towards you so what it makes is quite a frantic sort of um multi-enemy fighting system that i totally fell in love with how about you guys what do, what do you think about it uh well first off just so we don't look like complete morons. I, I searched the depth of my memory. <clears throat> I call it Google. And um, Assassin's Creed came out in 2007 and Batman in 2009. So technically this is a... Um, what's, the word I'm, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, guys? Um, it expands. Evolution. Upon Assassin's Creed combat. Yeah, if you've played that. Um, anyway, go ahead and go on with the combat, guys. Yeah, um, like you were saying, I I think it's it's quite a good combat system. Um, I I kind of find it funny to be honest. There's a lot of strange stuff going on, especially when you come back to it now. I mean, at the time it was it was amazing, but coming back to it today, it's it's so funny that you can punch someone. And then if someone stood, you know, say just a, a good room room's length away, you can sort of magically do some sort of roll thing and do a flying kick against someone who's miles away and then come back into the action on the other side. And it, it's quite cool and fluid, but it's also a bit bit tricky sort of doing the whole counter thing. And when you get extra prompts of, you know, doing your, your cape, cape swishing, don't know the technical word, <laughs> you can, um, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's ace, ace fighting in Batman. But I, I think the one thing that, that I had gripes with was the... Um, like the kill cam, when you get the last person, and especially on the PC, when you sort of like playing at a, you know, you've got a good good frame rate behind it all, suddenly it'll pan back in on Batman, and you think, 
I have no idea which direction I'm going to be facing once it once it comes back to me. But I got to get moving quick because I've got a pod, podcast to record soon. Yeah, yeah, Mike, <laughs> you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, the, those those end of round, let's say kill cams, are some of the jankiest things in this game. You kick someone in the shin, they're like, "Oh my head!" and then they just ragdoll. Again, like you said, it looked really impressive back then. Now it, it's kind of laughable. I had one today where I, I finished the fight and I didn't get the kill cam and I thought, oh, that's a bit funny. It was really noticeable because it happens every time. So I started walking away and like 20 seconds later, I just got a punch in the back of the head. I was like, oh, right, that's where that guy is. <laughs> Turn around and just kind of like bitch slap him slightly and it's kill cam, job done. So one of the reasons I like the combat so much in this game is I think it, it has it was maybe unique for the time where you know a lot of like fighters like streets of rage or whatnot you just kind of mash a button until that input's accepted and then you'll mash the next button you want to do but this game it allows you to do that in a sense but it all also queue attacks so as soon as your character's finished doing an, an animation let's say you've hit punch and as soon as he's finished that animation if you've been hitting buttons before that or just as he's finished that next input will be be the one that that goes in um and it it kind of broke me for a while because you're so like trained to just mash buttons when you're playing games but if you do that during this it doesn't work you have to sit and watch what's happening so if you if you're doing a punch after punch and you see somebody running at you you need to be ready to hit counter at the right time otherwise what's going to happen is you're going to end up doing another punch and then break your combo and once that clicks it, it becomes a whole different game like you know Today I was playing the challenge mode. I think I got up to like a 70 hit combo and it, it's so rewarding just continuously building that up and jumping over enemies and throwing your bat around and now and again and timing which group of people you're going to knock over so you can get that ground pound to get the extra points in the challenge mode. It's There's something about this game. It's just like, it's hit my inner soul. I love it. It's so good. Even it, in its completely ah. janky way. It, it, it's janky as hell nowadays, but yeah. Um, I, I have a couple complaints, but I like I think challenge mode is oddly where this game's combat shines. Yeah, yeah. Like when they just huck you in a room and say, here's a boatload of people, have fun. Like uh, I stopped playing the story at some point just so I could, oh, I, want, I want a good fight. And then you just go when you do challenge rooms and it works really well. Uh, did you play as the Joker at all? No, I, I've never really liked the way the Joker fights from... Um injustice so i've never even tried it but yeah i should is it this oh, it's great injustice <laughs> does he um does... He's, he's really janky in this really janky does he fight like batman no 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 no. he he, he fights um uh hmm. he's closer to bat catwoman than batman like like it's just because his limbs are like four and a half feet per limb <laughs> yeah. so he's, he's very very string beanie um was, I agree was the with you. Joker like, originally like a, an exclusive to PlayStation thing or something like that. I, I can't remember now. I believe so. Cool. Yes, because that's. I think that's why mm. I bought the PS3 edition. Was oh hey, you get to play as the Joker. Yeah. And at that point in time, I don't think there were any games that let you play as the Joker when it first came out. I can't think of any. That's why I wouldn't have played it. I had this on the Xbox. I never had it on the PlayStation until later. Well, there you go. Mm. So. Um, the combat for me, like there, there's some problems with it that do get ironed out later on down the road. And we'll talk about those problems later. But, um, since I played this before I played Assassin's Creed, uh, this, this was, like you said, Luke, this was like a light bulb just going off of, Oh, this is good. Oh, this is really good. And if you time your attacks just right, you get that your score multiplier goes up by two instead of by one. And so you end up having to, okay, you have to time things out perfectly. Um, and you might be thinking to yourself, who cares about a score multiplier? Like most human beings right now, nobody gives a crap about scores. But in this, your score is in a fight is directly linked to how much XP you will receive. And you will get bonuses for how many different moves did you do? Or did you do the same thing over and over again? You know, how many times did you do that ground pound? So the way you fight and how well you do it directly affects your character progression, which I really like. 
Although there are there are some fights where it's just like, ah, oh, screw this. I'll just, you know, punch everybody. I won't worry about Batarang or doing the takedown. There is something quite satisfying about those little circles spinning around to, to show that you're going to get a new skill sometime soon. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's it's not the only, like, really satisfying thing in the game. I We'll talk about it more later, I'm sure. But that little musical tone that plays every time somebody makes an announcement. Yeah. As soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, man, that brings me back. I had that as my ringtone on my phone for, like, three years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess we're on, we're on the combat now. I might as well stay on it. Um, so uh, does anybody other than me have problems with the combat, like, specifically? Yes. Yes, I do. All right, well, Craig, go ahead and start us off. It's just, te- it's just terrible. It's just terrible. No, I'm not. I'm joking. It's not terrible. I really like the combat, but not to the level that you guys probably like. I don't combo high. I My timing's terrible, but I find it just as satisfying punching and just waiting for telegraphs and jumping over someone and punching. Not particularly caring about the combo. And when you go to upgrade, I didn't upgrade any of my combat moves. I upgraded the tech. I upgraded my health. I just left everything because see the one with the first one the unlock is you can grab someone um, in an unblockable grab if you get a combo of eight. I'm like, mate, I'm never getting a combo of eight, so I'm not even going to bother with that. Um, but the thing that the bothers me the most is I have a really troublesome time seeing those visual cues you know the three lightning bolts above their heads yeah especially with enemies with knives because it's red or i assume it's red yeah Yeah, i I can't see it at all so apart from most of my combo loss or my combo breaking is randomly pressing a circle or a triangle or a jump to try and second guess what's coming up because i'm also not good enough to read the visual cues of you know what the characters are doing, and just for sake of clarity, there is no colorblind mode or any of that. No, there's not. So my combat tactic is get swarmed by guys, punch a few, jump over to the other side, and start picking off people. And I'll pick off people that aren't in the crowd until I clear a room. And I still find it incredibly satisfying, but I know it's not quite what the greatness is about it. Uh, what? When you get into the flow of it, and that's funny because it's called free flow combat, but once you get it, when it really clicks, it it carries that same exact feel for your brain like something uh, along the lines of Bayonetta or Devil May Cry does when you're just performing on all cylinders really well. And I I don't know about like uh, Luke or Mike, but I was almost disappointed every time. I was like, oh, there's only one guy left. Yeah. Uh, On the same, same boat. When you're having a horrible night and you keep on mistiming it, it's the most frustrating thing. It's like, in the challenge <laughs> mode, you need to get, like, there, there's trophies associated with getting scores. So you have four rounds, and if you mess up, like, the third round, I'll just restart because I, I want to get the perfect round. But Oh, that challenge mode uh, is strict as balls, yeah, too. But it's so frustrating. And then you wake up. It's one of those situations where you're like, right, I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll do it first time. And you do. It's it's Yeah, it's that level of um, detail. I don't know about you guys, but I really bounced off the combat until about halfway through the first playthrough of this, until it finally clicked. Um, and like you're saying, Craig, like w- when you play on hard, all those prompts for doing counters and attacks and coming are turned off. I-, I couldn't imagine playing that game without having gone through it on normal before to to get that through because. It, it isn't quite apparent what's happening until you see those prompts. So that must have been quite difficult. No, especially when there's a crowd of guys and they're all just kind of like shuffling against each yeah. other. And you're like, are you attacking? Um, well, one of the problems I have, and it's a big one I noticed this time, uh, there are two of them. One is those knife guys that we talked about before. So in order to take out knife guys, you can't attack without dazing them first with your cape. You go like, what <laughs> and hit them with your cape, and they're all like, the majesty! And then they're just dazed for a bit. And so that's when you can punch them. Except in the next couple of Arkham games, you deal with knife guys differently. Was anybody else doing, like, the Arkham City way to deal with yeah. knife, guy- knife guys? Yeah, I kept on... Where you, you hold back and you hit dodge? Yeah, I kept on trying to like, drop, oh. like, the... You know, you can do, like, the jump and drop the explosive gel as well. I kept on trying to do that. And that wasn't happening, but... 
Um, you can also use the, yeah, the so back claw to pull them at you, and then you can hit them. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever did that. Um, well, but my what, big problem what might be one of the most irritating things, though, is that when you when you swish your cape across, and then you go to punch the knife guy, and you end up accidentally hitting the guy stood right next to him, and then you think, "Shit, <laughs> I'm gonna do all this again." Um, Mike, if we're gonna talk about the cape move, I need a sound effect at least. I can't provide that, but I, but I could probably move on to electro rod people next quite quickly. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, electro rods are another um, special person. Mike, take it away on how you deal with electro rods. So, you need to use a reverse polarizing electricity outlet to <laughs> add the ne- no, no. You jump over the heads and punch them in the back. But yeah, or you use the batarang. <laughs> Oh, ah, see, oh, yeah, you Luke, you tend to lean towards gadgets a lot. I never thought of that. <laughs> it was just all right. Let's dodge them. Well, the, the most frustrating um, thing about those rods is other people can pick them up. So you you need to. It's like guns as well. If somebody picks up a gun, that's your combo ruined. So if there's a gun appears on the map, you need to constantly like survey that area and make sure nobody's running over to pick it up. If they are, throw yeah. a quick yeah, the cabinets yeah. that oh, have the alarms. Yeah. I, it's like ah, oh, I see what uh, you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um. I uh, but, go ahead. On you go. No, on you go. I was just gonna change the subject slightly. Okay, well I wasn't gonna change the subject. <laughs> so, okay. So you go right ahead. On that point of tech use, I specifically used more batarangs and the bat claw and everything this time round because do you remember when we played Spider Man and we all just said it was too easy, you didn't even need to use the tech. And I was like, I don't ever remember using the tech in the Batman games. I just punched my way through it. So I set out to use it to its fullest extent. So I was constantly like bataranging three enemies and then switching to the other batarang and getting a fourth and then the bat claw came out. It's so, so satisfying Mm. doing that. It's super satisfying in a way that Spider-Man never was because you never needed to do it. I think it feels like a right way to play the game. Um, remind me to talk about that later on comparing. I mean, I know it's not fair, but we just played mm-hmm. Spider-Man a little while ago. Yeah. And there yeah. were some things that struck me that polarizing between the two. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say was the, the problem I have with this, that uh, I don't remember Arkham Knight and Arkham City doing or Origins is there's a lot of times where the combo timer is incredibly strict, right? Like if you just do one false input, it stops. If you stop for, let I'd say, what, two seconds, it's done. So you're constantly trying to be doing something, whether that's evading over somebody's head, hitting them with a cape or bat around. You're, you're constantly trying to stay in motion. The game engine doesn't seem to keep up with that as well as it wants to. Yeah. Like, um, you know how Mike mentioned earlier, you you can do this weird little flippy thing and pop, you pop somebody across the room. I'd say 50% of the time that works. 50% of the time, Batman punches the air and ruins your combo. I'm starting to wonder if there's something mm. up with this remaster, because I don't remember it being as janky as this on the PlayStation 3, but or the Xbox 360. No, but that's no, maybe, it's exactly the same. I, I was playing the PC version, and... And yeah, a, a single a single odd punch in a random direction breaks your combo completely. Although, you know, it is quite kind of quite similar to sort of Tony Hawk's being brought back in a way. Um, I think a lot of it does connect. In fact, a lot of the times I'd come out of the combat thinking maybe if I tried to punch just a bit slower, it'd give me a bit more control over every single punch. And you know, if you time it just right so that when someone's getting up, you can run across, yeah. kick them come back into the fight and then like do a few well because sometimes the, the speed of your punches ruins you being able to counter stuff yeah so it's kind of like there is a trick to it and i, I do have the trophies to get sure i got 20 combos but i never got the 40 combo yeah. so and that was I back the on the, the ps3 version well see that that's what i'm wondering because i've got the 40 i've got the um you know the ones in arkham knight where it's do every move in a single combo get the 40 com- i've got those trophies on every other version of the game except this one the highest i think i got here was 27 hmm. and that was just regular gameplay a lot of the fights don't last long enough unless you go to the challenge yeah, yeah. i only i only managed to break 20 once and it was right at the very end where you're invite Oh no! Hang on, that's a story spoiler. Where you're in a room full of people, the hallway. Yes, 
<laughs> and I, and it's, I felt so terrible doing it, but I just walked up to the first guy and punched him. <laughs> ah, so you like, were a um, party pooper. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, was anybody here not a party pooper? No, I got it. But it's a missable trophy, so I knew to go for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody goes for it, right? <laughs> All right, so uh, th- that's that's pretty much the meat and potatoes of the fighting engine. Um, I would say by this point, you've probably played something like this because this had a huge impact on it. Um, the big ones that come to mind for me are like Sleeping Dogs or uh, the other game that I was thinking of Shadow 20 of seconds ago and can't think of what shadow of war hmm. shadow of war yeah the lord of the rings games uh, they they were all uh, the oh i can't say i played that uh spider-man there we go spider-man is a huge one that kind of just lifted this pretty much wholesale well i guess lifted it from assassin's creed but i well speaking of assassin's creed i think the big differentiator like you said is the combo system if there was a combo system in Assassin's Creed, I think it'd be actionable, but uh, I, I think this does enough to different. Like, I never feel, and I don't know about the newer ones. The last one I played was Black Flag, but they feel they have that still that attack counter rhythm, but it doesn't go much further than that. Whereas the the one step that this takes further, I think differentiates it enough to where I can prefer one and not the other. I got hints. Do you remember Mad Max? Did anyone play it? It was fantastic. Yeah. And there's kind of there's a feel of that to it as well. That's it's very purposeful combat. I, I love it. Like Sleeping Dogs is the daddy for me. <laughs> I would happily, happily go to bed with that game. It's fantastic. On your swim. You'd have to wrench um, yeah. it away from my bed first, <laughs> sir. <laughs> but yeah, Mad Max for all. Um, it probably isn't the greatest game in the world. It did have a really solid combat system as well. Yeah, I got a very Shadow of Mordor y feel off of Mad Max. I've never played They're they're by the oh. same publisher though. It's Warner Brothers. Ah, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Uh all right, so let's get to what you're doing when you're not in the combat. And uh this works out perfectly because we just did a Metroidvania. And uh this very much is a three D take on a Metroidvania. Uh, do I have any volunteers for explaining the rest of the game mechanics? Yeah, there's um, so as, as a 3D Metroidvania, you know, there are going to be gated off sections of the game. Um, they're opened in some kind of unorthodox ways in, in some some points. For example, you'll go down to one room and that'll may, mean enemies come and flood the room from a certain door which has been unopened before, things like that. But but I mean, there's, there's quite a few different weird styles in there. There's like a detective mode, which sort of just pops up very occasionally and kind of throws a few perfume smells in your face and, and tells you <laughs> or to fingerprints or DNA or... <laughs> yeah <laughs> or, or uh, c- cigar butts I'm, I'm not sure what it was oh whiskey whiskey was one of them I think. oh that's right yeah mm-hmm. but um but as as an open world sort of thing I think it's sort of I think it's sort of brought up the good memories that you get from kind of um no offense to metroid sort of um castlevania style games yeah the the new castlevania style games that's, that's my new um term of the genre there i don't think it'll catch oh, the, on but the the egovanias <laughs> oh well, that'll do that'll do yeah um, um it's no, nothing like metroid at all though thank god uh so craig <laughs> as our resident stealthman Yes. Uh, why don't you explain a little bit about the stealth in this? Because I think that's uh, a highlight. It's a highlight, but I, I I didn't actually do a lot of stealthing apart from that first silent takedown. So essentially, you're stealthing about the place, you hold down R2 and you sneak, but you actually sneak quicker than just walking. Like, I, I don't know, I don't know. So I, I snuck most of the way. Um, sneaking gives you a couple of advantages. You've got enemies that have guns and you do not want to get shot. You do not want to get spotted by a sniper. So any time that you see or hear anyone with a gun, you want to sneak and silent takedown. So hit triangle behind them and you'll get an instant takedown. Then you can retreat and do whatever you want. You can hide on a gargoyle and then start the whole process again of sneaking down. So a lot of the rooms in this, you've got to clear and there's maybe three, four, five, six armed guards 
with collars on that beep when you take them down so you'll silently take one down like a ninja like a bat ninja and then sneak away and then wait until the guys investigate and then break off and then you'll just repeat the process again so it's kind of there's a wee bit of tactics involved you want to go for that guy instead of that guy because he's too close to that guy and this that and other but it's the AI isn't quite good enough to warrant being an amazing stealth experience it's more just you know what yeah. I mean it's, it's more just no, like no, you're just you're, doing it. you are given every advantage in the book yes and it, it's kind of fish in a barrel which I think makes it more fun it makes you feel more like Batman yeah. you're like ah, I'm gonna um uh, you have a fear meter, do... don't you? you, have a, you have a fear yeah, they do. Their blood pressure raises, <laughs> yeah. their, their heart rate yep. raises, and it tells you how terrified they are. Yeah. Um, and another thing that boned me from future ones was there are no vent takedowns. Oh, there are no right. great takedowns. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how many times I just popped up in front of an enemy and went, ha ha! <laughs> and then got shot. It, it just didn't work. Yeah. There is also one pure stealth section in it one mission you have to make oh, it to yeah. the end of the level to take down a controller yeah. without being spotted otherwise some guys die so there's one forced stealth section which it's quite easy you're in and out of greats and before yeah you know it's it, more like end. are you paying attention to your environment yeah, kind of puzzle. yeah. so as sorry luke what were you gonna as say the resident smash and crash not silent at all I figured out a way to break this and if you basically stand somewhere high with a back claw and just pull enemies over ledges, they just fall down dead. So you can go through the stealth sections in like 30 seconds. It's great. <laughs> ah, that That's not a bad idea. I went kind of the aggressive stealth way as in I would dr- you drop down from a gargoyle, follow somebody for like 10 seconds and I had the proximity on the uh, explosion gel. So oh, yeah. they're just far enough away to I laid a, a trail of three explosion gels then you take them down then the collar beeps off they come to investigate and kaplooey everybody gets yep. knocked down it's like oh that was that was my preferred method <laughs> mike did you have a preferred method um i'm i'm the the master sprinter uh, i'm playing the physics version of the game you want to see that cape flying so of course i'd run up to people i'd smack them in the face i'd troll them to come up stairways and, and beat them back down the stairs again. Um, there was no real special stuff going on here. Very occasionally I'd get my batarang out and just smack a few people in the face. But no, very, very you were simple. A meat and very boring way. Kind of, yeah. Speaking of Batman's run, I've never seen anybody walk so hard shoulders first. Ugh. This mm. dude walks, makes John Wayne look like Liberace, man. I mean, yeah. this dude, his shoulders are going, like, further than his feet every time he walks. Yeah. Uh, which which leads me to something I want to talk about, and that is the the undeniable unreal engineness of this game. Yeah. Like, Luke, would it have surprised you if they were suddenly, sp- you know, sporting Warcraft shoulders? Yeah. And these guys have just giant honking everything i was waiting for marcus uh to come from gears of war with this <laughs> like i think this game visually looks very well very good for the unreal engine like i think i don't think the unreal engine's a problem i think it was just overused and that, i mean that's probably because it was so good the only complaint i'd have about i like the remaster visually looks amazing like they've really captured like the character models all look great like the, the visual effects with lighting and, and rain and water on on Batman are amazing. Um, the only things I'd say I, I disagree with you a little. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah well, carry on, carry on. Well, uh, well, first, I it, this I don't think I don't know how far the remaster went to be honest with you because like you said, some things look whoa that looks really good, and then other things are like, did you touch that at all? I think we just got the PC um, version, to be honest. I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's just a PC without running PhysX stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is my guess. Um, the netcode is terrible, though, <laughs> just so everybody <laughs> is aware. Oh. <laughs> um, Did anyone else notice thing that for me, and it, Batman's face doesn't really, like, change or his head doesn't move? Like, it key, yeah. like there'll be something, like, to his right just slightly going on, but he won't look at it. <laughs> oh, he, has to t- <laughs> he has to turn his whole body to look. Yeah. He's very... <laughs> he, he looks shoulders first. <laughs> um, a big thing for me, and this kind of ruined it because I, I'm going to let a little bit of my hand here, but 
in terms of if you said, do you want to watch a Christopher Nolan Batman movie or do you want to play an Arkham game? I'll take an Arkham game 100% uh, of the time. I think this kills the Nolan movies. Uh, but you know what's the, really amazing the, about it is that I know we're not going to get onto music just yet, but some some of the score in this sounds like it, it mimics what's in the Nolan movies, but takes it a bit further, I think. I would, I <laughs> okay, would say so. that these, this game's take from all of the Batman films. I mean, like, they've definitely got that Tim Burton soundtrack down to a T at parts. Like, you'll get that, like, choir, like, quite gothic choir coming in. And then there's the scene where um, Batman, he, he comes to next a bell and he just decides to knock it down, which is completely from the first Batman film, so... It's true. Um. Oh, yeah, and if you're wondering what the kind of visual aesthetics are, now, I could be getting this wrong because I've read approximately five graphic novels in the Batman universe. I think it's called Serious House on Serious Earth. It deals pretty much with the plot of this game. Um. As for now, see, I don't think it take it doesn't take much. I think from the Nolan verse, this is just me, of course, but it seems like it, it takes a lot more from the comics. And I mean, I get it; they're both coming from the same place, but this doesn't look like it strives for near as much of that realisticness that the Nolan films shoot for. You know, what this looks like to me is an evolution of the cartoon. Funny enough, it might just be because of the voices, but that's what it more looks like to me. Yeah, I, I mean, as part of the rewards of collecting uh, Riddler, R- Enigma Riddler, he's he's scattered trophies all around the map, and if you collect so many of them, you'll get cool things like bi- biographies for different enemies or characters. And when you go into that, you can see that it's all from it's almost from the cartoon as well, like the, the artwork. There's a lot of more recent characters and artwork in there from like 2006, 7, 8, 9, right? Um, only appeared in one episode of one cartoon from 2008 and stuff uh. like that. So it's really recent people. Johnny Cash or whatever, Aaron Cash. Johnny Cash. <laughs> Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash does not appear jo- in this game. <laughs> Johnny Cash's cameo was just fantastic. Uh, uh, no, you're right. It pulls from some really obscure places mm-hmm. too. Was there not a prequel Sorry. comic to the game or something like that, if I remember right? I'm not... I'm a, see, I don't know. I don't know if there was one specifically made for the, um, I guess, the Rocksteady universe. Anyway, back to my original point. One thing that really pulled me out of enjoying this is that lip sync is nowhere near close to the dialogue. And it was really driving me insane this time. And I can't say I ever noticed it before the remaster. I think it might have always been as bad because I, I played it this time on the on the PC um, and it was pretty much as I remembered it, except a lot smoother, of course, and with the, the nice fancy physics and things. By the way, speaking of the physics, I hope at least a bit of this was translated, but you can walk over like all these newspaper bits and they'll all fly up in crazy calculated ways and uh, you'll walk through the steam or like smoke and stuff like that and it'll sort of like push to the side and wrap around you and then you know disappear from there it's it's quite amazing to see and to know you know if i had a pc powerful enough to play it back when it came out that definitely would have been the way i would have played it then but uh it's a huge upgrade over the over the ps3 yeah i I didn't notice any of that lovely nice stuff because i was too busy noticing that when you walk through a doorway with a slightly raised level the entire character model springs up into the air (laughs) and takes a step forward and then drops back down in the opening Mm -hmm. intro when you're pushing the joker along in his cart the whole thing just goes pop up into the (laughs) air and then over and back down when we were saying um, some of it looks newer, some of it looks older. I was playing this, and I was playing it through to last night thinking, this looks great, oh, that that big burning bit looks great, and the rain up there looks nice. And then I, the very next game I jump into is Resident Evil 2, and I'm like, oh no, hang on a second, <laughs> this looks nice. <laughs> yeah, like like in your mind, if, if this is the best I think PS3 games can look, in terms of like today's fidelity, I think that this is it, and it always it always bugs me when people say about bad looking games. Ah, oh, looks like a PS3 game. It's like, no, sir, you don't know what PS3 games look like then because they don't look like that. 
Um, one thing I, I a ten year old game, it's aged well. Oh, it has, it has. Uh, yeah, I would say it's aged as well as an old mostly, game can. Mostly. Um, one thing I want to shine a huge spotlight on is the sound design, and not just the um, not just the voice acting. I want to talk about that later. But uh, I played with headphones on because my wife was watching Doctor Who, and that stuff is the worst thing ever. <laughs> so I wear headphones. And um, I noticed there are little sound cues for everything. Like I said, there's that weird like, Pavlovian tone for, oh, pay attention to this. But in combat, there is a different sound used from when you just knock somebody down to when they're yeah. out. It's great. And it's like that that really nice touch to let you know, okay, I don't have to worry about him anymore. Yeah, and it's like uh, a really some, like some of the things. It's like a really rewarding thud, isn't it? With like a, a little chime of like, yeah, yeah. You get that. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. He's he's not getting back up. And there's a, <laughs> there, there's a bunch of nice little touches that you almost subconsciously start paying attention to. To, to for these sound cues, I was really impressed by it, and I don't remember ever noticing it before. I think going on to the voice acting, I, I think everything, like even the like the small bits of voice acting, have been done really well. Like, um, if you go through the intensive treatment ward, you you get this like almost like advertisement for um for what they can do for people for like your family members who are psychopaths and stuff. It's but like. Th- everything's got like something going on and it's it's not like barren you don't walk into one area and think oh, this isn't as good you can see you can obviously see the budget was kind of spread equally it wasn't just we'll just get the voice actors in the big ones and we won't worry about the rest of it um yeah like uh first i want to i can't pick any problems with the voice acting most of those voice actors are people that have been doing this role for a very long time like kevin conroy is batman to me he just always will be great voice same with mark hamill mark hamill will always be joker troy baker does a good job but he's never mark hamill um even harley like i don't think this is the original voice of harley but she does a really good job i like the way um, um they when, break the fourth when wall does well. troy baker play uh joker by the way uh, arkham origins okay have you seen troy baker in that death strand no i'm only kidding i'm <laughs> not even gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like the way that they um, they break the fourth wall sometimes. Like they, they're in the intensive ward. There's like this advertisement for um, getting this treatment, and if you go on the website that they list, it's like I, I've sent you guys. I don't know if you want if you went to it when it originally came out. I think it's down now, but you can see pictures of it. But it's like it's like an advertisement for what the the warding can do for your family members. And ah, oh, that's great. Yeah, you get other things like. As you finish the the Riddler trophies, um, the Riddler starts accusing you of using the internet and stuff. It's, it's quite funny. <laughs> um, Craig, Mike, uh, what do you guys fans of voice acting? Not. No, yeah, yeah, like, I, not to the extent where I'm like, oh yeah, that's the guy. For, apart from Mark Hamill, who I knew was the Joker, I'm like they're all solid. It sounds like a solid cast. That's. It, it's the same cast from the cartoon. Well, fortunately okay. for you guys, I. I have never seen this fabled cartoon, which everyone speaks of in high regard. Oh my gosh, really? Um, how how long did it run for? That's my first question. And apologies like to the listeners if I need Five, six years? Yeah. In the yeah, mid-90s, late-90s? Um, I Hold on, I can I can pull it up really quick. But yeah, it was it was the one like everybody knows. I'm, I'm aware of it. It's sort of like, like, what would you say? Sort of like... Kind of aimed at maybe early teens as opposed to... Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Everything's very Art Deco-y and... Uh, let's see. Hold on. Is it, it, it looks like Batman, but in the way they make turtles at the moment, possibly. Uh, okay, so it ran from 92 to 95, so it's off by two years. And there are 85 episodes. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I think it's on Amazon Prime. It is, it is a really good show. I I have never um, seen it, um, so yeah. Every time it's lost on me. I, I thought the cast was amazing, regardless of. Oh well, that's I've good. Seen that. Yeah. Um. Oh, another thing I want to mention about the sound design is, uh, Luke, you mentioned it first. Those. Um, well, okay. So this game can get very empty when you're wandering the hallways, and that's kind of a problem. 
of how empty this feels when you've cleared out most of it. It's just empty hallways you're walking. But if it's not the interview tapes keeping you company, which I think are all great, I really love those things, uh, then it is the Joker popping up on the TV or it's playing a commercial. They very much use audio to keep you interested as you're walking through empty rooms, much like uh, Bioshock does with the tapes. It's that kind of... um, attention to will the player be engaged that I think puts this a tier above most other things because there's always something to be listening to or doing or you know just reading stuff so yeah I I really want to give these guys high marks on that regard touching on that point it's so this is my fourth or fifth playthrough I think um it's only today that I realized what those so you'll you'll occasionally come across these like chattering teeth that you can smash and um, yes. you get an audio cue for them like chattering teeth and there's also a trophy associated with, with breaking them but it only just occurred to me what these are actually for because the world is so big and you can kind of go anywhere and it, as we've said it's a Castlevania you're going to come a, come back to areas when you've got tools to get through a wall or through a vent the teeth point you in the direction that you should go Hey, we came to the same conclusion. (laughs) But the thing is, the first time I played it, I didn't smash any of the teeth. (laughs) So it just became a big jumble (laughs) of teeth. Um, But yeah, it's a really, really, really clever way of making sure that you go in the right direction. And once you're aware of it, you just listen out for the chat and teeth, follow them, smash them and, and continue on your way. My exact note, Luke, is the chattery teeth are an elegant signpost. Yeah, ooh. I like it. I, we are, we are on the same page. I thought you would be on that page, but I wasn't on that page. I mostly because <laughs> I generally felt like, and this I might be completely wrong, or I, I don't know, but I generally felt like once you traverse the area in some way, shape, or form, you end up in one of the buildings or you end up in the caves or something. From that point onwards, I thought it felt quite linear at points and there was no real need for a lot of doubling back or that kind of complexity because you're mostly like in the front door. Oh, how do I get to the back of the building? Okay, right, I need to get out the front of the building again. Yeah. And it was less complex. it, It is. It's not a very complex... Like, everything's laid out realistically. But if you're, say, going around and, oh, hey, I got the back claw, let me get all the Riddler trophies associated with the back claw, you can forget where you were okay. going and what you were doing. I, I, I mean, there's like 260 odd? 240. Something like a that. A boatload. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot no. less than other games, thankfully. Yeah, uh, Arkham Knight <laughs> ruined it for me. I went, nope, to the Riddler this time. Um, speaking of the Riddler, though. Uh, my complaint about the Riddler is every time he pops up, he slows everything to a crawl. Like in terms of, oh, there's a Riddler trophy here. Well, might as well get it. I'm here. And then, um, like, uh, I don't know if you guys solved a lot of the Riddler riddles that aren't really riddles. But uh, there was the one that's like, you know, the the Waynes are forever. Oh, no. And you have to take the phone and it keeps saying, too small, it's too small, it's too small. That was driving me nuts. I just just left that. Yeah, it's a little plaque on the bench that you have to take the picture of, not the statue behind it. And it was driving me insane because it was something too small. So it is very frustrating sometimes because you need to know exactly from what angle – and from what distance they want you to snap this picture so you can solve the Riddler. I mean, I figured it out like 20 minutes ago, but I'm still trying to get the perfect picture of this stupid seesaw. So, uh, yeah, if it is getting to you, it, there's nothing... Uh, ooh, I, I need you guys to confirm this, but there's nothing special like the Riddler boss fight of Arkham Knight, no. right? Don't you see a video of him getting arrested? I think that's it. I think it's like, oh, foiled by Batman yeah. again. I am a genius. Or no, yeah, okay, so it's not gameplay that you're no, missing. No, it's not even a video. It's What it is is he phones you, and then you hear the police busting in his door, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right, good. So if it if it bothers you, then don't worry about it. You can just skip right How, by it. I did this time. You need to get some of the Riddler trophies to unlock the challenges, though. So, yeah. yeah. Not not too many. Like, that one, the subject too small, was the point of the game where I was like, 
screw this, I'm not even, unless it's really obvious, I'm not going to bother. And you're right, at that point, pace does pick up and everything feels great again. When you, you're, you're constantly stuttering to find something, it's, and yeah. it's normally the kind of thing that I would like. Like, that's normally where I would I would be going like, yes, I really enjoyed the puzzly bits, and I spent ages exploring this tiny wee room, but I didn't. I just wanted to blitz through it, because actually in this game, you just want to punch people. <sighs> just want to punch most, people. most of this, I guess, where the conversation will lead will, will be in next episode, but they yeah. do a very good job of inserting a sense of urgency to where you mm-hmm. don't want to muck around yeah. with the stupid Riddler trophies. You're like, all right, look, I got something that's got to get done. Yeah. And, um... If there's one part of this game that I mechanically, I think, falls flat on its stupid cowed face and just giant chin is um, the platforming. Oh, lordy, the platforming. Yeah, it's not great, is it? Like the, Especially at the bits with the sewers where you've got to kind of jump and shimmy oh. around it. You can't use the black back cloth? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I have in my notes that it just reminds me of uh, that janky Assassin's Creed 1 feel. <laughs> Where it's like, okay, I've got to kind of Tomb Raider this and line myself up right. So he grabs. Yeah, like that was I. That was really frustrating for I me. I think. But Tomb Raider was built on blocks. So you knew you had to jump back one block so you could jump forward two blocks. <sighs> it was all very kind of like you could predict. Oh. Whereas with this, Batman kind of ran off at a jaunty angle for me and just jumped straight off the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> like... Press R one to save yourself. The R one thing is a stroke of genius, though. Instead of starting right. From oh, that ball, is that's is, yeah. very good. Like I, I um, kind of feel this game is like. So they obviously they they did really well with the combat and they they built on that I think, but it almost feels like this is them trying out different things and like because every boss is different, every every encounter it's like loads of little bits merged together and oh yeah. I don't think I, I think there's only like three boss fights in the game like most of them are throw batarang dodge out of the way yeah yeah. I th- we should probably touch on that next episode but yeah yeah that's when I plan to talk about the boss yeah, fights yeah. anyway because it, it's kind of a big yeah, deal yeah. when you're going into a Batman game yeah. um uh unlike Tomb Raider in which case I just ejected the disc and threw it up against the wall um I I, <laughs> I think this is should we start getting into final thoughts and then we'll move on to the next episode because we're at an hour already, and uh, I, I can't... Does anybody have any more mechanics they want to bring up, I should say? Um, I've just got a very brief thing to add, really, regarding the environments, which was that I know you get, like, the audio tapes and things to fill in the gaps, and, and you did mention Bioshock back then when you when you mentioned it, but I think, to the game's credit, it is like sometimes you're going through areas where you're thinking... There's not too much going on here, but every so often they do throw little things that, you know, like you might just come across a dead end, which doesn't seem to have anything to do. And it's like a little little cave hidden under a lift, which is like got calendars on the wall or stuff like that. I don't know. There's all sorts of little throwbacks and mini Easter eggs. Just there's just enough to keep you entertained. So there is, you know, an extra extra pursuit as well as all the Riddler trophies. and. Oh, yeah. Mm, that I think this there is game just is jammed with Easter eggs. Mm. Although it's not an immediately apparent, you know, you might walk through an area. A lot of it does look quite similar, but there are the odd things. If you if you really go looking for them, you can find some nice little little nods to other things. Yeah. Yeah, like like um, this is this is a bit of a spoiler, but if you haven't played it by now, then um, well, you deserve this. Uh, like like when as soon as you rescue Warden Sharp. And you go into the room after that, and there's Warden Sharp in a cell, and you're like, yeah. "Huh, I guess, I guess he's just chilling there." And then you walk away, and you come back, and he's another NPC. It's like, "Oh, it's Clayfoot, you sneaky <laughs> son of bitches! I see what you did there." So yeah, yeah, you're right, Mike. This game is jam packed full of every kind of Batman reference you can get. Um, out of curiosity, did anybody get all of the uh, Amadeus Arkham plints? No. I've done it before, yeah. I can't remember what happens, though. I got most of them this game, enough to where I was like, oh, I really should have went and got those. Like, It's a very interesting narrative that it creates. Uh, Okay, so mechanically-wise, final thoughts, guys. Um, I guess I'll go first. 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10, yeah. No, um, I think (laughs) this is... Fans of the genre? Fans of the genre will like... (laughs) Um... (laughs) 
is this final thoughts for the game as in like a recommendation for others to play it if they've not played it before yeah yeah this is just kind of a you know what are your thoughts on the game just not mentioning story not any spoilers just would you recommend this to somebody to pick up absolutely i would recommend this to pick up because even 10 years on i still think it's a great game and not even touching the story there's so much satisfaction to be gained from that combo system if you get into it so pick it up (laughs) Hmm. i i I begrudgingly came to this one thinking i don't know if i'm going to enjoy it again um that's the exact same feeling i had the first time i played it and uh (laughs) you know no well okay okay point taken (laughs) but regardless of that it it was enough for me to capture exactly what I liked about it the first time around and I think it's still still a really good game Um, I'd definitely recommend anyone play it try and play it to completion if you can (laughs) (laughs) I'm 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 on the same boat I'm like definitely if you're listening to this and you have never played it before Go and play it, and then listen to the second episode that's full of spoilers. It's ace, despite my colorblind issues. The fact that Batman walks like he's got a bit of, in fact, it walks. He walks kind of like he's been crucified. <laughs> that's what it's kind of like. <laughs> um, apart from that, the camera is quite close to him, and it does feel a wee bit unreally. As as we oh, said, yeah, that earlier. camera's up his ass. It really at is. All times. <laughs> We said before, Dave, I, I can't remember when now, but it that aspect of it feels old, but it still is enjoyable and satisfying and all of that. So definitely go and play it. That, that was it. That was, you know... Like, I was going to say, your, your sentence kind of died out there. I thought you dropped off <laughs> yeah, the call, dude. Like, go, and, go and make like a bat or something. I don't, I don't know what was going to happen there. You're just like, ah, it's too much trouble. Uh, okay, so uh, un- unlike these these guys, uh, I will say going into this, temper your expectations. Because remember, this is not going to be a current-gen game. There are things that will scream, oh, this was last-gen. But like Bioshock Remaster, this is some of the best that that generation has to offer. And it's been cleaned up and beautified in a way that I I think more PS3 games should, because I think like, or, you know, X360 PS3, but certainly not Wii U um, games should be maybe remastered this way because it gives us a new appreciation of what we might've forgotten. That being said, pick up, pick up the the collection. I, I think it's well worth it. Just don't go into it expecting Arkham Knight. Like I think that's that's the big problem. This is this was a much simpler game in terms of scope, but if you go into it wanting a good Batman story, which we haven't told you yet, then definitely go buy this. You you will have so much fun. Here's a controversial opinion. Uh, for th- I think this is a better game in some ways than City and Night. I prefer it being standalone and not being so expansive. I didn't like the City expansion of Night and City. Like oh. You're right. That's incredibly controversial. Yeah. That it, I, I, I was, I came into it thinking the same thing. Of oh yeah, I liked, I liked Asylum so much. Replaying it though, I, I think I prefer City and Night. Ooh, I haven't played City and Night for a while though, so yeah, yeah. I've haven't not played City. As soon as I played Night for more than maybe forty five minutes, I was. This is so much better than us. I was the opposite. I was as soon as I hit Night running. I was like, this is so much better than Arkham Asylum. It's so much more free yeah. and open. I uh, that's Mike, the point. where do you fall? Well, Asylum, apart from, City, apart or from Night? City and Night sounding like some sort of late 80s Mickey Rourke movie, <laughs> possibly with Kim Bassinger, <laughs> I'll probably say that. I think, I, I really do like Arkham Asylum. I think, I, I didn't really enjoy City as much, and then... Arkham Knight sort of picked me up again, to be honest. So, I think you know. I think as a as a start, as a start to the series, it's great. Um, I think Arkham Knight edges it out for me, but it's close, All right. quite close. Uh, which we didn't mention, but yeah, this came out of nowhere for Rocksteady. Like, I mean, I don't remember ever hearing the name Rocksteady until this game the dropped. The first game was and once Freedom this Fighters. game dropped, 
and then this was their second game. It's insane. Yeah, wasn't it? Like, no, no, no. Wasn't like Urban Riot or oh, yeah, Chaos sorry, or Urban sorry, Chaos not, or something like that? Freedom Fighters. It's yeah, it's like uh, these guys just upped their game a hundredfold for this <laughs> thing, and they really knocked it out of the park. Um, last question before we go, gentlemen. Uh, I think I asked this to Craig when we did our Batman retro. Uh, who's your favorite Batman villain? What did I say? Because no doubt my mind has changed. Well, I don't. Well, see, we're different people, Craig. Uh, we've evolved. And, of course, our old answers are going to be completely disregarded. Ah, good. Scarecrow. Nah. Really? Fucking yeah. Scarecrow. I quite like mm. Bane. Uh, yeah. Although Razgul's pretty Let's cool. Let's go make like- a cup of tea. <laughs> That's my Bane impression. You know, every time I hear Bane now, I think of that stupid video you sent me, Luke. <laughs> I'm the scat man. <laughs> I can't not think of that every time I see Bane. <laughs> I, I know it's I know it's an easy easy answer, but I, I still think my my favorite villains the Joker because I was going to say Clayface a second ago, seeing that you know I, I read um hopefully one of you would have read it as well, but there was a Batman which was about probably about two hundred odd pages and it had pretty much every single villain in it and it was and it basically. It's quite similar to the story of this, but I, I can't remember. Was it called the the Hunt or something like that? Batman. I I can't remember. Oh, I term, I but, don't know. But basically, there was a part in it where where you turn like I, for a long time. I always thought the Joker was probably the random person who ended up killing his parents or something like that. And it turns out that's all just completely made up in the Joker's head because he's an absolute nutter and he's like, <laughs> you know, he just doesn't care. And there's there's no like, I don't think he really has any sort of powers. He's not. He's just he's just an absolute mentalist, and I, I sort of find that crazy, you know, to know that there's someone that that unhinged sort of, and uh, that you can never really get a read on. You know, he doesn't even really have a, a proper backstory in contradiction to no. the majority of villains out there. And I think that's always going to be quite amazing. And Mark Hamill, you know, there you go. How uh, better than Luke Skywalker? Um... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like like I I I know this isn't controversial at all, but I think I think Joker might be one of the best villains ever created. I I can't say he's my favorite, but that guy is a great villain for anything. Um, my favorite has probably got to be Poison Ivy. Hmm. Like uh, I've just always liked that whole plants thing. Like eh, that's why I like Swamp Thing, man. It's just that's cool. <laughs> um, so yeah. All right, uh, some of our favorite villains were in this game. Some of them weren't. But we will find out next week when we go over the story and um, wrap everything up like other random things that we haven't discussed. If you would like to suggest a game to get this kind of treatment, you can hit us up at our Facebook, our Instagram, our email, which is uh, gmail.com. We even have a website called thebiteffect.com. Who would have thunk it? Uh, there we have a submission form if you don't feel like dicking around with Facebook or Instagram and all that. So shoot us a message if there's a game you'd like us to do or even one for Retro Rewind. Other than that, uh, say goodnight, gentlemen. Arkham Knight. Good night, gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> oh. Justice. Oh, that was bad. Uh, justice. All right. And we will catch you next time.